Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. In Exodus 12, and you think, well, that's interesting scripture for Easter Sunday. Bible says in the Lord, verse chapter 12, verse 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month, everybody say this month. This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Now, it's important that you know, I'm just going to interject right here. I may interject some as we, as we go through this, this word this morning. But it's important for you to know that the Lord, in Exodus chapter 12 and verse 1, the Lord changed the Israelites' calendar. What had been the seventh month since creation was now to become their first month. Uh, and it's the month Nisan. To, so to this day, the Jews have two calendars. And they're known as the civil calendar and the religious calendar, or some people call the religious calendar the ecclesiastical calendar. So you have two calendars. So uh, this, this was changed to the month Nisan. And so in verse 2, this month shall be unto you the beginning of the month. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household is too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls of the persons, Every man, according to the eating, shall make your account for the, for the lamb. Everybody say enough. Somebody say he is enough. So the point here was to select the lamb, and they wanted to make sure, James, that the lamb was enough for the family. Well, I don't know if you got that or not. One more time, you need to say he is enough. How about this? He's more than enough. How many knows he's more than enough for every situation? One more time, say he's more than enough. He said, your lamb shall be without blemish. How many knows a lamb that was without blemish? Amen. Can you shout his name if you know a lamb that was without blemish? A male of the first year, you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it. Notice, you got to see this. You shall keep it. Up until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. So what we have, we have just come through the week of Passover. Now remember what was told to do on the 10th. So on the 10th of Nisan, the lamb was to be sacrificed. Do you understand I don't, you know, I don't think, I don't think sometimes we fully are able to grasp how much God looks out into the future and how much God prepares things and sees that things are timely and things are in control. Come on, somebody shout amen. 
So choose a lamb, the 10th month of Nisan. In 32 AD, on the 10th of Nisan, Jesus rode on the donkey, and the palm branches were placed in front of him, and they cried, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Okay? Somebody say amen. So the lamb was examined. Jesus was examined. On the 14th day of Nisan, the lambs were crucified, and after the last lamb was crucified, the high priest would proclaim, it is finished. So exactly at the ninth, uh, at the ninth, I feel like I could preach a little bit. So exactly at the ninth hour of the day, the Bible says that Jesus cried with a loud voice, it is finished. Are we, are we seeing something? Are we going somewhere here? Are you with me? If you're with, you, if you're with me, shout amen. amen. Remember what John said in John one twenty nine when he saw Jesus come in Scott? He said, behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sins of the world. So he is the perfect spotless lamb. Now, we're getting somewhere. I know you guys are saying, well, that's an interesting message for Easter. Hold on. You have to understand the timeliness of all of this. Now, this took place, and the Bible says, now go to, go to Luke chapter 23. Luke 23. Hallelujah. Luke 23. 28, I'm sorry, 28. Luke 24, third time's the charm. Y'all forgive me the first two times? Third time's the charm. Luke 24 says, upon the first day, everybody say the first day. Upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the, sep- the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said, Why seek you the living among the dead? He is not here. But is risen. Remember how he's spoken to you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his word. Now, this day, the first day of the week, which was the day after the Sabbath, was the 17th day of Nisan. Jesus was crucified. I'm going to mess with some people's theology and their religiosity. But most likely, and it doesn't, I mean, I'm not going to fall out with you over it. And if you want to believe one thing, that's okay. But most likely, Jesus was crucified on a Thursday. Amen. Palm Sunday was on the 10th, and he was crucified on the 14th. And then three days later, on the 17th, was anybody, was anybody ever, did you ever, was you ever confused about Friday to Sunday being three days? So on, on, on Sunday, the 17th, he arose. Now, what's important about the 17th? I'm going to show you how, how great God is. Somebody say he's a great God. In Genesis chapter 8 and verse 4, I don't have time to go to all these scriptures, but the scripture says that Noah's ark comes through the waters and rests on the earth for the first time, bringing new life to Noah and his family. You know what day the ark rested in Mount Ararat? The 17th of Nisan. Amen. So, according to the ancient calendar, the ark rested on the mountain 
precisely the same day that Jesus was resurrected from the tomb. Now, the ark is often referred to as the ark of safety. And only Noah and his family were saved. Everybody that got in the ark was saved. Amen? So thousands and thousands... Does that not just excite you? Thousands and thousands of years before the resurrection, God engineered history to point toward the pinnacle event of salvation. Just as the ancient judgment ended on the day the ark touched the ground, so the judgment of the restored world ended on the same day of the year when the tomb could not hold him. So judgment, God, God brought judgment upon the world and told Noah to build an ark. And this ark rested on Mount Ararat on the 17th of Nisan. And so hundreds of years later, the, the tomb is empty on the 17th of Nisan. Is God not a good God? Amen. He, said, he, was trying to, he, was, he was showing us years ago, I'm bringing you a salvation. His name is Jesus, and he is your only salvation. Amen. Church can't save you. Religion can't save you. A denomination can't save you. The only one that can save is only one under name under heaven where we can be saved, and his name is Jesus. Come on, somebody needs to shout his name. Come on, how about, you know, how about y'all preach back to me a little bit? Come on, somebody shout Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody shout Jesus. David Taylor, he always has had a savior. How many, how, many, how many remembers when Israel left Egypt? I mean, according to Scripture. I don't think anybody's that old in here. Greg Wilson made now. Just kidding, Greg. I'm probably the oldest one in the room. Close to it. Israel came through the Red Sea. On the 17th of Nisan. Read your Bible. They left Egypt on Passover, which was the 14th. Are you with me? They arrived at the Red Sea, and they crossed the Red Sea on the 17th. So for them, James, for them... This was from death to the death of their old life. Oh, hallelujah. With the drowning of the Egyptians to birth or any of their new life. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things, oh glory, I don't know if you're seeing that or not. Old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. Amen? So you remember the story when, when, when they're standing there and, 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 and they're standing there at the Red Sea and all of a sudden they're surrounded and, and they've got all these Egyptians that are coming behind them and, and the Bible says that they have nowhere to go. So Moses stretches his rod out over the sea. And you know what he said? He said, you see these Egyptians, get, take a good look at them because after today, Chris, you're not going to see them again. So it's symbolic. We keep pulling back some of our old sins and our old... Come on, God's forgiven you for that. God, Amanda, God has set us free from that. We don't, we don't have to... You know, sometimes I think we want to we get in a boat and paddle back across the river. 
So what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying exactly on the 17th of Nisan, the same day, they passed through the Red Sea. Are we seeing anything yet? The manna which had fed the nation of Israel for 40 years in the wilderness, you got to see this. God has a calendar, guys. God has a calendar. The manna that God fed the children of Israel in the wilderness stopped on the 16th of Nisan. It stopped coming. And from the 17th onward, Israel feasted on the new grain of the promised land. Again, this is a picture of new life on the 17th of Nisan. Are you with me? All right, I'm going to give you another one. The death sentence hung over the entire Israelite nation as their sworn enemy, Haman, had convinced the king to sign a a decree to destroy them. You might know the story of Esther. Oh, come on. I said, have you read the story of Esther? The decree that we're going to destroy you went out on the 13th of Nisan. Go read it. Esther 3.12. It's all in the word. Esther then proclaimed a three-day fast for the 14th, 15th, and 16th. And the Bible says on the third day, Esther approached the king saying, if I perish, I perish. An attitude of death or resurrection. She was saying it's in God's hands. She was basically saying what Jesus said on saying, not my will, but thine be done. You see that? So on the 17th of Nisan, the tables were turned on the enemy Haman. Instead of the Jews being destroyed, his life was taken. How many saints thankful for the 17th of Nisan? Do you understand? Uh, do you, I don't know if you see it. Today's not. I mean, if you're, whose calendar are you looking at? Today's not the 1st of April. What is today's date? According to our calendar, but according to God's calendar, it's the 17th of Nisan, the Jewish calendar. Are you with me? You know, according to our calendar, it's April 1st. You know, and I, I told somebody, I said, God, God, you know, God has a sense of humor. You know, it'd it been, been awesome. How many, how many, how many think it would have been awesome if this would have been the actual day, Ryan, that, you know, and then. And then all the demons are coming into, in, down into hell and saying, we killed Jesus. All of a sudden, they see this light coming down to where they are. And they look at the devil and say, April Fool's. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. He's alive. <laughs> I hate to spoil your party, bud. You know, I hate to put out your cigarettes and your... You know, can't you see those demons sitting around, amen, throwing a party in hell. All of a sudden, Jesus shows up and says, I'll take those keys. I'll take those keys. What, what, what are those keys, pastors? Those are the keys to death, hell, and the grave. I said, those are the keys. Oh, is anybody hearing me? And he, you know, and he went down into, hey, glory. He went down into, I'm, I'm thankful. I don't know about you. I don't know about anybody else in this room, but I'm thankful that he went down there and took those keys. I said, I'm thankful that he went down there. Where would we be today if Jesus had not resurrected? 
And take me a spell. Can I preach a little bit? So think about it. So again, with Esther, uh, amazing, amazing. Now I want to show you something. You guys know I'm a math person, right? I wasn't too good in English. I struggled. I got in trouble one time. Don't do this, kids. Isaac, don't do this in school. I got in trouble one time, Greg. I've probably been sent to your office several times. but I got in trouble one time because I looked at the English teacher and we're diagramming sentences. Is there anybody in the room that just loved diagramming sentences? You loved it? Really? You're weird. I'm sorry. Land, I'm sorry. I love you. I looked at my high school English teacher. Oh, no, you know her, don't you? You know her. And you know how she was, don't you? God rest your soul. Awesome woman. I mean, seriously. Seriously. Just a young, rebellious jerk before Jesus brought me out of Egypt. Amen? How many else was a rebellious jerk before Jesus brought you out of Egypt? I love it. We got a room full of rebellious jerks. It's about time you guys confessed. You're waiting for the punchline, aren't you? We're sitting there diagramming sentences. And I raised my hand. I said, Miss Smith, I have a question. Yes, Odie. So I'm just curious as to how diagramming a sentence is going to help me to get a job someday. I said, I just can't see that on the, on the, on the, in the interview. Can you diagram a sentence? She didn't take too kindly to that. And she said, uh, Odie Asher, you're going to the principal's office. So, of course, Mr. Collins, just we sat and talked, and he, it was all good. He said, you can't, you can't do that. But uh, anyway, I'm a math person. Back to where we were. Um, I've given you some things that happened here in Scripture on the 17th of Nisan. Now, the odds of these events, okay, let's back up just a second. The odds, Chris, the odds of just two of these events both happening accidentally on the same day of the Hebrew year are 1 in 129,000. That's just two of them. Okay? The odds of all these events, or these events all happening coincidentally, if you will, on the same day of the Hebrew year, are you ready for it? Are 1 in 783 quadrillion, 864 trillion, 876 billion, and 960 million. And they all happened 
on the same day of the Hebrew calendar. And we don't think God is a big God. Amen. We can't even remember to keep our appointments on the same day. When's my doctor's appointment? And God says, I'm going to let the ark rest on the 17th. I'm going to let the children of Israel come through the Red Sea on the 17th. I'm going to, I'm going to stop sending manna and we're going to eat the, the grain of, of, of the promised land on the 17th. I'm going to, Esther's going to deliver the people on the 17th and Jesus is going to be resurrected on the 17th of Nisan. I'm t- that's the day. You should be excited and celebrating that day because that's today. I said, that's today. Today is not April 1st. Today is, oh, come on. Somebody needs to give him praise in this house. Today is not April 1st. Today's the 17th of Nisan. We got to start living in God's calendar. Now, what's the point here? If you live in God's calendar, and then you live accordingly to the kingdom of God, and not the world system and not what's around you. And when you get that way, it doesn't matter what the politicians say. Oh, help me, Jesus. Right? Because you're not living according to secular, humanistic, finite way of thinking. You got to get in this book. Amen? I said, Amen? He's alive. Somebody shout, He's alive. Come on, say it again. He's alive. He's alive and well with resurrection power. And the same resurrection power that raised him from the dead lives within you. I said the same resurrection power, if you're born again and your sins are under the blood, one I was singing about earlier, that same power lives within you. So if that same power lives within us, can we not overcome the things that the enemy throws at us? Come on. If, if, if we have that same power, we get, we gotta, you got to stop trying to do things through your flesh. Amen. How many's tried and tried and tried and the flesh don't work? How many's had that besetting sin? And I'm not asking you to raise your hands, but how many's had cycles of disobedience and you keep saying, this time I'm going to get it? But you still haven't got it. It's got to be through Him. Amen? Sam, it's got to be through Him. Somebody shout Amen. Are you thankful for resurrection? Amen. Worship team, come on back up. Let's read that scripture one more time. Upon the first day of the week, go home and study it. Which, you know what? The first day of the week, you know Sunday's the first... The Jewish calendar, Sunday's the first day of the week. Seventh day of the week is Saturday. Amen? So the 17th of Nisan, the first day of the week, can I give you just a couple more thoughts? And we'll close this thing. You know, if you look at Matthew's account, and I, I want to share this with you. I know, I know you've heard this before, but let me know sometimes we need to be reminded of things. Amen. You know, the scripture says, and we've talked about it before, 
we read it there. We read it there, Sarah, that there was two angels there, one at his head and one at his feet. You know what that's a picture of? It's a picture of the mercy seat, the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant. It's exactly what it is. Amen? His blood was sprinkled. He's thankful his blood was sprinkled. And the Bible says, Heather, that they came and looked in, and what they saw was, they saw the clothes, they saw the clothes of Jesus. And then the Scripture says they saw the napkin. If you, under, if you, if you understand Jewish culture and the way they, and the way they treated uh, those, that, those that were dead and how they wrapped the body and, and, uh, and they put a napkin about their head. And the Scripture says... James, the scripture says that they saw the napkin of glory. Can we read that scripture? It's still early. Can we read that scripture? Hallelujah. Come on, somebody, can you worship him right now? Scripture says, I'm trying to find which one of the. Okay, here it is. It's in John, chapter 20. John 20. Track that one with me. Billy, you got that? Somebody got that back there? Hallelujah. The first day of the week, there you go. It's the day. First day of the week, Mary Magdalene came early when it was yet dark into the, we've always called it the sepulcher. I guess the proper pronunciation is the sepulcher. And see the stone taken away from, I'm going to call it the sepulcher. Is that all right? Then Then she ran and she came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, which was John. And she said unto him, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we don't, we don't know where they've laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and the other disciple, and they came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre. So John outran Peter. Either he was younger, and in better shape, or... He just wanted to get there first. Maybe he was that excited, right? Look what the scripture says. And he stooped down. He's stooping down. Look. So they ran together, and Peter came first to the sepulcher. So they ran together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came run Peter and came first to the sepulcher. And he's stooping down and looking in. He saw the linen clothes lying. But he didn't go in. You guys see it there. Then come a Simon Peter following him, and he went in. Can you imagine this? He went into the sepulcher, and he saw the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head not lying with the linen clothes, 
but wrapped. Everybody say wrapped. Come on, say it again. But wrapped together in place by itself. So it was folded. The napkin was folded. It was wrapped, folded. Some of your some of your translations may say that. And it's important that if you know Jewish culture, James, with Jewish culture, if you I need a handkerchief. According to their culture, that if you were sitting at the table and you were eating, if you got up and left the table, if you got up and left the table and you were through and you weren't returning, did this how many's ever left the table and you just throw your napkin down but if the napkin was folded and then the statement that was made by the napkin being folded was I'll be back I'm coming back How many, how many thankful that the napkin was folded? And you know what? They, they beat, we sit down. We sit down as a family. Good Friday and watched the Passion of the Christ. And I know it's I know it's an old movie and it's been out for a number of years. But I'm telling you, it's still just when I see that scene where they tie him up and they rip the flesh from him. I still struggle with it. At least I have a hard time watching it. I really do. Because he paid the ultimate price. The supreme sacrifice. The Lamb of God. Every sin... of perversion most ugliest things imaginable and he took it all and they laid him in a borrowed tomb and hell celebrated do you understand that the Bible says we were talking about this at our table do you understand that the Bible says if Satan, if Lucifer would have known what was going to happen, he would not have crucified Jesus. 
He would not have killed him. But I'm telling you, they placed him in a tomb. And the napkin was folded. He's coming again. I said, he's coming again. Even so, come quickly, Lord. Even so. Come, Lord. If you don't want him to return, there's something wrong. Then you better make things right with God. Amen. Let's all stand. give you an opportunity to accept Christ this morning. You guys sing and the altar is open. If if you're here and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior and then we ask you to come. He died for you. I mean he's glad he died for you. I'm glad he died for me. Every mistake I've ever made, it's covered. Every sin I've ever committed, it's covered by the blood of Jesus. Let's pray. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.